Wibbly Wobbly, a Good Omens crackpot fic, written by False Premise and read by Jab. Summary for the prompt misadventures with technology. Crowley had always been a technology enthusiast, so naturally, when humans invented faster-than-light speed travel in the year 3125, Crowley was thrilled. Aziraphale, on the other hand, responded the same way that he'd responded when he'd seen the first wheel, or heard Ada Lovelace talk about Babbage's difference engine, or tried virtual reality. A grimace of confusion on his face and a knot of anxiety in his stomach. But there was no getting around it. No dimming Crowley's enthusiasm and no question of them being apart. And so it transpired that the very first spaceship to make a faster-than-light speed voyage had a very excited demon and a rather nervous angel aboard. Angel! Crowley called out from the window. You've got to see this. Angel sighed and turned away from the battered tartan suitcase from which she was steadily unpacking far more books than should ever have fit in it. He approached the window and his stomach twisted in nausea as he caught sight of the bizarre twisting light rushing past. According to the digital brochure Crowley had read aloud to Aziraphale earlier, it was a perfectly normal visual effect of this mode of travel. Aziraphale has seen stranger things in his long life, of course, but it still seemed disorientatingly peculiar to be making such a journey physically on a spaceship surrounded by humans. Beautiful, isn't it? Crowley sighed in awe. Hmm, Aziraphale chewed at his bottom lip. It is certainly a most startling view. I expect I'll get used to it. Crowley bounced up on the soles of his feet and grinned. Can't believe they're really doing it. Conquering the heavens. Mastering space and time. He winked at Aziraphale and said warmly, Wonderful, clever humans. Aziraphale instantly softened. Crowley was so proud. As proud as any parent would be, and Aziraphale was glad, so glad that he'd agreed to the trip. Gonna check out the transportation room, Crowley said, buzzing with excitement. You can actually see the warp engine and everything. Wanna come? Aziraphale sighed. Maybe later. I'd like to get myself settled in here, dear boy. All right, Angel, Crowley called out as he left the room. Be back for dinner, yeah? Mind how to go, Aziraphale called out, returning to his suitcase. But he'd barely lifted the next pile of books out when Crowley ran back in. Forget something? Aziraphale asked, turning to the door. Crowley looked around the cabin with a haunted expression that cut deep in Aziraphale's bones. Dear one, Aziraphale whispered, worry creasing his forehead. Crowley looked at the pile of books and then back to Aziraphale. This is the first for you, right? Gotta be. Look, Angel, this is important. When you see me, tell me that I can't cancel it out with another miracle. I'll only make it worse. When 
I see you? I can see you now, Crowley, Aziraphale moaned. Just, just trust me. See you for dinner, hopefully. Crowley dashed back out of the room. Aziraphale sighed. What was he up to? Usually his pranks weren't quite so obtuse. Aziraphale reached into his tartan suitcase and pulled out the final pile of books. Just as he put them neatly onto the shelves, Crowley sauntered through the door. Dear boy, what are you up to? Aziraphale tuttered without even turning around. I can't figure out this prank at all. I thought you were excited about seeing the engine. Prank? Crowley snorted. There's no prank, Angel, unless... Oh. Crowley's eyes widened the gold plat out to the edges as he looked around the room, taking it all in. Fuck, but that's why... Oh no, the humans! He screamed as he ran back out. Wait, Crowley! Aziraphale called, moving quickly after him. Don't fix it with another miracle. Fix it with another miracle, Crowley replied, still running. Got it. No, I said, Aziraphale sighed as Crowley disappeared out of sight. Most ridiculous prank yet, he murmured to himself. What even is the point? Aziraphale decided to ignore his partner's antics in favor of a good book. He curled up on the chair with great expectations and was soon lost in the words. Well, not entirely. He was pulled back to reality several times by the jolting of the ship and then by a horrible crunching noise. Those modern contraptions, honestly, did no one think of noise? And at one point a heated argument in the corridor. Pip had just found out the true identity of his benefactor when Crowley ran back in, groaned loudly, shouted, Sod it, and ran back out again. Aziraphale sighed in frustration and returned to his book. When he'd finished the novel, he began to wonder where Crowley was. Surely it was dinner time? He did promise, and Aziraphale was hungry. He pouted to himself. Just when Aziraphale was starting to worry, Crowley stumbled in and collapsed on the bed with a sigh, closing his eyes. That was quite a week. All right then, Angel. Quite a week? Aziraphale said with a sigh. <sighs> this is a very elaborate prank, dear. I'm not sure I understand it. No prank. Just don't perform a time-related miracle near the warp engine. Makes time go a bit wibbly-wobbly. And if you do... If you do, don't try to fix it with another miracle. That was a damn stupid idea of yours, Angel. Crowley lifted his head and smiled, his golden eyes glimmering with affection. But I made it back for dinner. Aziraphale's eyes narrowed as he tried to read his husband's expression. Eventually, he shook his head and gave up. Yes, I suppose you did. The end.